This trading podcast is designed for informational and educational purposes only. By listening or watching this podcast, you acknowledge and agree that the information provided herein is not professional financial advice. Welcome to the PJ Garcia Trading Channel Podcast. I'm thrilled to have you join me today as we delve into the exciting world of day trading. Now, before we jump into the nitty-gritty of day trading strategies and market analysis, I want to take a moment to introduce PJ Garcia and share a bit about his journey in the trading world. It all started a while back when he stumbled upon the concept of day trading. Like many of you, he was intrigued by the idea of making money from the comfort of his own home. So, he decided to dip his toes into the world of day trading. Little did he know, it would turn into a passion and a lifelong pursuit of knowledge. He started by devouring every bit of information he could find on day trading. From books and online courses to YouTube videos and trading forums, he soaked up knowledge like a sponge. But let me tell you, it wasn't all smooth sailing. Along the way, he faced countless challenges and setbacks. He made plenty of mistakes and even experienced moments of doubt and frustration. But through it all, he never lost sight of his goal. Over time, he learned valuable lessons about trading psychology, risk management, and the importance of finding your edge in the market. He discovered that success in day trading isn't just about finding the perfect strategy or picking the right stocks. It's about mastering your own emotions, managing your risk effectively, and staying disciplined in the face of adversity. And now, here he is, sharing his experiences and insights with all of you. Whether you're a seasoned trader or just starting out, I hope you'll find value in the discussions we have here. So buckle up, because we're in for an exciting ride. Let's dive deep into the world of day trading and explore what it takes to succeed in this ever-changing market. So I, I don't want to portray myself as this, I'm some big professional day trader or anything like that. I'm a novice. I just started live day trading in April. I don't, I, me personally, when I searched on YouTube, I didn't see a lot of channels of novice day traders keeping it real and taking a very business-like approach to trading, a very disciplined approach. Um, that, you know, a, a business and discipline approach is basically the style how I trade. So with that being said, basically, uh, before January 2022 of this year, I knew nothing about the stock market. Absolutely nothing. Totally clueless. I just knew that stocks were shares of companies and that you could buy to own a piece of a company. And this is how people invest and stuff like that. That, that's all I pretty much knew. I didn't know how it works. I didn't know how to buy them, how to sell them, what makes the price go up, what makes the price go down. Absolutely nothing. So I met a few friends at work that had the uh, Robinhood app. And, you know, a few of them were making like a serious killing off of Robinhood. You know, um, they're buying Tesla and all these other different stocks. And I mean, these guys were making like oh, tens of thousands of dollars. So um, obviously they, they have put a lot of money into it. I don't know how long they were holding on to some of these stocks or whatever the case, but they were making money. So it piqued my interest. So I said, okay, I got to look into this. Um, So I downloaded Robinhood. I experimented a little, throwing money here and there. And I was asking my friends, okay, what, what stock do I buy? And, you know, because I was that clueless. I didn't even know what stock to buy. And even when I went to buy, I remember looking on the app and it's asking me, okay, do you want to place a market or a limit order? I'm like, what, what is this? So, I mean, totally clueless. 
And when I did do the Robin Hood thing, my account was going up and down by like a few dollars here and there. And I was saying, I can't make no money like this. I'm trying to make like serious money. Like if I'm just going to make a couple hundred dollars or a few dollars, that's not even worth my time. You know, I'd rather work overtime at work. I then heard about a friend who was day trading and supposedly he was, you know, making a lot of money. You know, that's what people were saying. And I asked him, you know, I approached him. You know, at the time, we were like acquaintances, just co-workers. And, uh, you know, I asked them, what, it, what, what are you exactly doing to make money in the stock market? Like the term day trading at that time, I didn't even know what that is, day trading. I, I don't know. So um, he basically put me on. We linked up. I went over his house and I remember him trying to show me the computer, the charts and everything like that. And it was Chinese to me, man. Um he did his best to explain and i was just lost because his lingo that you use the charts forget about it i didn't know what what any of that thing you know all these shapes and different things on the chart i had no clue what it is i'm totally lost so um he showed me his bank account he showed me how much he was pulling out and this and that so um at the time he was still learning too he was struggling with holding on to money that he made he was suffering some losses after pulling some money out the market so i saw the potential right there you know it wasn't a scam it wasn't some bull bs network marketing or anything you know it was the stock market and everybody knows about wall street even if you don't know what stocks are you heard of wall street you know that there's people in these suits on wall street making a killing out the stock market how they do it a lot of people don't know and at the time i was didn't know either it just looked like you know if you're on wall street in a suit you're doing something complicated to pull money out that's, that's my take so you know and i thought that was just lucky people who had opportunities at nobody else did you know some rich kids that their parents probably got them into war so who knows but anyway um so when i looked at his bank account at how much money he was able to pull out here and there i mean the guy was pulling out thousands of dollars in a day i'm talking about like nine i think he even pulled out like over ten thousand dollars in a day i was like yo all I got to do is figure this out. That's all. You know, so um, being that I didn't understand anything he was saying, despite him trying to help me out and explain it, and I appreciated that, I said to myself, I, I got to find out exactly how all this works. So with, with that being said, I, I just intensively started researching the stock market. Um, That was in January. And when I tell you intensively researching i have a master's degree with with the highest honors and then i got a bachelor's degree with high honors so when it comes to scholarly research i'm very good with that as well as building a curriculum and understanding the steps and process involved with educating somebody on that so basically all the all the um subjects and topics and things i learned in school i applied it to myself so I went heavy doing some scholarly research and um, I dissected from, from January till now, I've dissected about I don't know, somewhere around 24 books or so. When I tell you I dissect the books, when I'm doing research, I don't read books like it's a story. 
I might read the same page a few times. And if there's anything on that page that I'm not fully comprehending, I'm jumping on the internet and I'm doing scholarly research in order to comprehend all the language, whatever I come across in that page. And then I'm trying to interpret it and understand whatever is in that book according to the context and how the author is trying to relate that message or communicate that message to the reader. So I was trying to make sure that not only am I doing the scholarly research, I'm trying to make sure that everything is in proper context because I saw the potential and I said to myself, if I can make this work, this has the potential to allow me to retire early. Not only re retire early, but build a sig significant um, capital where I can invest in different business ideas and diversify my class flow. Basically, I, I just saw um, the 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 potential and opportunities of the doors that this may may open. And I have the type of mindset that if there's a human being out there doing it, I could do it too. That that's my mindset. If there's another human doing it out there, I can do it too. I just got to find out how to do it and then put in the work. So with that being said, intensively studying. First books I ordered were books for dummies because I said to myself, I have no knowledge of this. I don't know nothing, nothing. So basically what I wanted to do is build a nice foundation to build off of as far as educating myself on exactly what this is and how it works. So um, I got... Stock investing for dummies was the first book. Then uh, I can't remember the order, but I ordered our uh, candlesticks for dummies, technical analysis for dummies, day trading for dummies. Um, there was maybe a couple other books for for dummies that I ordered in in regards to the market. So that gave me a general broad overview of how the stock market works as well as how day trading works. It gave me an overview of the candlesticks, the charting, and everything like that. So I couldn't go jump into day trading based off of those books. Um, but it gave me a nice foundation to build off of. Now I could go into books that are a little more detailed and stuff like that and, and really start building. I went into a lot of different books. What I did is I looked up the most famous books in the day trading world. I didn't want to read BS. You know, I looked up the authors. I looked up the, the 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 type of books, the reviews and everything like that. And then I started diving into them. And I mean, I dove into books on the Wyckoff methodology, pat, uh, pattern strategies, um, psychology, a, a few books on psychology. Because that's a big one. And I'm going to get into that later. But um. I just started diving into all types of books, dissecting them. I wanted to, I had, I was determined, determined. You can almost say obsessed with figuring this out. Once I saw the opportunity, I said, I'm going to make this work. Other than uh, researching, I started getting some screen time. Um, after I think a couple months, I think in about March, I had a, an account with TD Ameritrade. So I had the Think or Swim platform. And they have uh, simulated trading on there. It's free. So I started, you know, playing around with the charts and with the platform. I'm trying to figure this out and, you know, just get a taste for it, kind of. I had access to the Warrior Trading course. So I started with that course. And uh, I was also watching the, uh, the Ponytail guy on YouTube. 
You know, I just leave it at that. Call him the ponytail guy. I don't. I don't recommend high momentum scalping or warrior trading for any brand new trader. I'm just gonna say that it's real stupid of that guy for having a course like that and not making it clear that that is an advanced trading strategy. There are some modules in that course that yeah you'll get some you'll get some good information out of, but as far as the the direction that the course is gonna take you in and that style of trading. That's definitely not even for a novice. Even for intermediate, I'd be, you know, hesitant to recommend something like that. And even if, you know, one day when I get to that advanced level, I don't even know if I'm going to trade like that. Trading low float garbage, doing high momentum scalping. But that that's that's another video. So, I was, you know, I watched a little of the warrior trading. And then my friend said it's time to get your feet wet. Because he had good intentions. But I didn't have enough simulator time. But anyway, he's talking about get your feet wet. And I was hesitant at first. I just felt like I, I wasn't doing something right. Because all the books that I'm reading are saying trade in a simulator and this and that. But I said F it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I said F it. What, what, you know, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Which some bad things happened, but it wasn't the end of the world. I didn't blow up my account or nothing like that. But um, jumped into live trading, which again was a mistake. And um, oh boy, there was times where I would be profitable, make money, give it right back, and then some. I remember the third day I was day trading. I was trading Viru, V E R U, and that was in April. And I think it was somewhere around April twelfth or something. It did a parabolic move. And I was able to trade it. I got in early. And it just started breaking out. And I don't know if it was just a short squeeze or what. But that thing just was running. And I just, once I was catching some of the move. And I see my P&L going up. And I said, I'm going all in. I just started going crazy with the shares, man. Getting in. I mean, at one point, I think I was up to like 3,000 shares in. Mind you, I'm a brand new trader. I don't have no strategies, no system. I don't even know how to trade a pattern. I just seen the price action going up and I said, I'm in, you know. And, I, and that day, altogether, I made about $4,600, $4,500 profit. Or for Viru, I made like 5000 and change off of it, but I had took some losses from some other stocks that I was trading. But uh, altogether, at the end of the day, with like $4,500 profit, my third day of live trading. And uh, I'm happy that I got that win very early. And I'm happy what happened the next day. As crazy as it's going to sound, the next day, I lost $6,500. So I lost what I made the day prior plus $2,000. And I'll tell you why I'm happy. is because it was a reality check. And that didn't correct my behavior nor my understanding of the markets immediately. But it did give me a reality check. As fast as it could come is as fast as it could go. But my mindset, my psychology was still messed up because I was saying to myself, you know, I, I made 
$4,500. I could do that again. I might be able to do it even more. We get even more money. So these are just things I guess a brand new trader goes through if you're not being trained properly. If you're not going about it the correct way and just jumping into it crazy like I did, it's, it's not good. But um, with that being said, I started live trading April. And there will be some days I'd have profit. There will be some days I didn't. And again, I'm sloppy. No system. No strategy. I'm just going in. I think I know what price action is. I think I know what the strategies are. But in reality, I'm not even trading those strategies. I'm just waiting for uh, price action to start going up. And I'm going with it. And uh, that just doesn't work it's reckless so after a couple months or so of doing that i saw that um i was doing something wrong i was losing a lot of money most of the money i lost in trading was when i first started doing all that sloppy reckless stuff so i wanted to i was dissecting books studying them warrior trading i started getting a bad taste in my mouth i was saying to myself hold up this, this is just crazy this can't be trading you know, the way this guy's going in and out, you know, scalping here and there, stupid. So I started searching all over and I found <clears throat> this website, Bear Bull Traders. And I, I've seen it a couple times, but I was a little like, um, I don't know, like uh, skeptical a little, you know, because warrior trading just left that bad taste in my mouth. So... Kept on seeing it pop up. I'm doing my research, looking up reviews. I'm going, looking at the website, seeing what they got to offer. And I said, what's the most I could hurt? Because they got an, uh, it's actually very good priced. And I paid for a month. So I was like, if I don't like, I just cancel it. You know, Warrior Trade. And even though I had access to it, if I wanted to buy the course, you're looking at like over $3,000 for the year. This guy's crazy, man. He's crazy. So I signed up with Bear Bull Traders. I believe that was in June. Pretty sure that was June. So I went hard with the modules and everything like that. Get, trying to get as much juice out of it as I can. And I saw a big difference between Bear Bull Traders and Warrior Traders. I mean, day and night difference. Day and night. If anything, Bear Bull Traders should be the course that's over $3,000, but they're reasonably priced. A lot of times you get these deals, you get the, the membership for the whole year for $1,000 or just pay monthly. It's, it, for, for investing in yourself and, and, and opening a business is basically what you're doing, very low cost. For what they have to offer, if they charge $5,000 a year, it'd still be worth it. I don't know if a lot of people could you know get in with that, but I don't think they'd be overcharging. You know, it would be hard to access for a lot of people with that type of price. Extremely valuable content. I can't, I can't emphasize how valuable it is because when I started with Bear Bull Traders, that's what allowed me to really understand what trading the markets correctly is about. Because with Bear Bull Traders, it's all professional traders. You got traders that trade different styles you got some long buys some short buys some they don't care if it's going short or long you got some that trade options swing traders they teach it all when it comes to the stocks you know 
very good teachers, very good moderators, and you can tell they're not built up on all the hype. It's just trading the markets correctly. And they took me from basically all that reckless, sloppy trading to understanding how to trade correctly, using stop losses, managing the risk and trade execution and management and all this and that, and building a trade book. Extremely important. You shouldn't really be trading without a trade book. I mean, look, there's traders that trade all different types of ways and stuff like that. But my approach is a responsible, disciplined, business-like approach to trading. You got a lot of traders out there, straight up gamblers. They're, they're gambling. And trading doesn't have to be about gambling. People are of the impression that this is all gambling. As a matter of fact, if you're trading correctly, it shouldn't be like gambling. Nothing like it. I compare it to... If you go into the first pages of my book or even on my website, I believe I put it in my blog, you know, I, I go into, is day trading gambling or is it a real business? And it's all about the approach you take. And I compare it to opening a store. If you were to open a business, let's say a store, a clothing store, and obviously you need some merchandise to sell. So let's say you go to Joe Blow down the street. He got a few boxes of some clothes and you buy it off of them. You don't bother opening the boxes to see what type of clothes they are, what they're worth, or anything, okay? And he's going to charge you an outrageous price, okay? And you take the boxes of clothes that you overpaid for, and you just rent, you, you just you open up the newspaper, and you just see there's, there's a storefront for rent. You're not familiar with the town, the demographics, nothing. You just rent out the store. You find out it's in the middle of nowhere. You go in that store. You got you put everything on a bunch of hangers, and you open your doors, and you hope it sells. You hope to make a profit. That's gambling. Now, what's not gambling is if you research a good wholesaler of clothes, you inspect the clothing, you get a very good price on it that you know you can mark it up decently and get a profit. Before you open, get to rent out that storefront, you're going to do your due diligence. You're going to look up demographics. You're going to see what, what the probability is of turning a profit. And after you do all that planning, now you go and you open up the store in a good location. you got the merchandise for cheap, so you're able to mark it up where it's still affordable for people. And, and you're able to get sales. And, and you know what? If everything in the store don't sell, that's fine. But most of the stuff is going to sell. So the stuff that sells is going to make up for the stuff that doesn't sell. That's disciplined business-like trading. Instead of clothes, it's stocks. Instead of the storefront, it's your trade desk. No difference. So you could treat day trading like a business or you could trade it like straight up gambling. Okay? And, and mind you, when you open a business, you've got a business plan. You've got a strategy laid out. You don't just go doing stuff all crazy. So that in, in trading... You have a business plan if you're doing it correctly, if you want to take that business-like approach. And you have a trade book, which is basically your system, your strategy of how you're going to go about this business. Okay? So my timeline in day trading is, again, January started studying intensely. March, you know, warrior trading, I don't, re I don't recommend it unless you're some advanced trader looking to do high momentum scalping trust me especially with the price with the price you're gonna pay for warrior trading you'll pay for three years of bare bull traders and still have money left over so 
trust me, don't 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 go to this ponytail guy. Now, April, live trading, reckless, sloppy, all over the place. It wasn't smart of me. When you start trading, trade in the simulator. Get your trade book compiled. Construct a trade book with strategies that work for you. I can't stress that enough. Construct your trade book. And bare bull traders, they, they go over on how to construct the trade book the proper way. My book shows you what's in my trade book. So it'll give you a little sneak peek as to what your trade the information your trade book should contain. But if you really want to go about taking a trade book seriously and compiling it correctly, bare bull traders will trade you, train you on how to do that. And then your strategies, get your strategies down. Know how to trade. Know what patterns work best for you and where to place your stops, how to execute properly, what you're looking for. You know, there's a lot of things that go into those charts because trading, the, 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 Getting into the trades and out of that, that that's technical side, that's a small part. The biggest part is psychology, and I'll get to that later. But learn how to trade your strategies in a disciplined manner on the simulator. No matter how long it takes, until you got those strategies down where you don't got to go flipping through your trade book, you, you know what you're looking at there. You know, you know the nomenclature of everything. You know, you basically know your trade book like the back of your hand. Now, just because you're profitable in a simulator doesn't mean you're going to be profitable in real trading. Again, let's say you are profitable in a simulator. That does not mean you're going to be profitable in real trading because when, you, when real money's on the line, now the psychology comes to play. And a simulator just is not going to teach you that. It's not going to teach you that, but it will teach your strategies. So now when you trade in live money, if you start going on a losing streak, you don't have to attribute that because you're going to be wondering what's going on. Why, why am I losing money? At least when you have your system and your strategies down, you could attribute that to your psychology. So now you're narrowing the problem down to a specific area that you need to work on instead of just having to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, cause a lot of people are very quick to try to trade the trade, uh, no, I'm sorry, change their strategies or their system. They don't realize it's psychological issues. Trading is 80 to 90% psychological. I can't stress that enough. So now, um, June bare bull traders, um, I learned so much from them. Day and night, I mean, okay, now I know what real trading is about, and I started constru constructing the trade book. So I'm experimenting with strategies and this and that, find out what works for me. What, what strategies am I able to trade that where I have an edge? July was my first profitable month, where I ended the month green. Um, didn't make a ton of money, but I made a few hundred dollars. Um, and... Uh, it was just, you know, I, July, I was happy because for the most part, just disciplined trading. You know, I just want to see what happens when I stop chasing stuff and letting the greed get into control. I really wanted to trade discipline. And in July, it's not like I traded every day. You know, I made a few hundred dollars. I might have traded all together in July. I don't got my calendar up. But I'm going to guess 
I took like maybe 11 trades, 10 trades, or, or 10 days that I traded. So didn't even trade the whole month, and I was able to make a few hundred dollars. You know, that's after the losses and everything like that. August. You see, um, Bearable Traders course in July made me overconfident. I felt like I, I um, could just go hard and just go all in with the shares. And in my mind, I wanted to double my, my broker account because I'm saying to myself, if I could double my broker account, then I could up my risk. You know, I could potentially, you know, risk like $200 at a time or something because I, my risk to reward ratio, I try to get no less than one or two, you know, risking a dollar to make $2. It doesn't always happen like that. There's days I only get one R, which is like, uh, if I risk, you know, $40, I make only $40. But I have strategies that have a good probability of a higher risk to reward ratio that's, that goes in my favor. So I'm thinking, okay, if I could put more money on the line, I could, um, double my broker account in the minimum amount of time and i tell you what that's a wrong mindset to go in understand that when you get into trading your account is going to grow very slowly for those first few years there's some people that their accounts grow very quickly they're going in with high risk more risk than they should and they're able to pull it off those to me are the gamblers straight up gamblers um when you're trading a discipline-like manner, you should never go in with, number one, more risk than you can accept. Number two, the risk that you're using, for me, for me, myself, I say to myself, I have to have around, I would like to have around 20 times that amount, just in case you go on a little losing streak, it doesn't blow up your account. I can understand if you got a small account, okay, then go with a certain amount of risk. That's if you do go under PDT or very close, it's it's not hard for you to put some more money in there so that you continue. Um, but expect your account to grow slowly for the first few years. Now, look, if it takes off, then it takes off. Let it happen on its own, but don't go looking for it because that's what screwed me. After July, when August came, I was overconfident. I wanted to double my account, and I just started going all in, doing, doing reckless stuff. I wasn't even trading my strategies for the most part. Or, well, I was, but here's the problem. I was going with an extreme amount of risk that I didn't accept. And when you go in with more risk, meaning the amount of money that you're willing to lose on that trade, when you go in with more than you can accept, here's what happens. This, you start seeing in the charts that just isn't there. You're going to be like, oh my God, it's reversing on me. Or, um, you know, this don't look right. And what happens, you either cut the trade just to see it go in the direction you want it. Or you're going to mess around with that stop loss. And you're just going to take losses. And it always works out that when you want to up the risk to something that you can't accept, that's a, that's the a trade that you're going to lose because you can't win all of them. You can't win all of them. 
that's why you got to also be consistent with with um how much you're uh, putting on the line you're not going to win all the trades it's just a fact what you want is to be profitable after a series of trades so august it was all home run hunting as i call it i was looking to make thousands in a day putting up way more risk than i can accept i wasn't trading my system i wasn't trading my plan i was just going all out thinking that i'm gonna do this and that's what effed me up because um when i trade my system and my strategies i'm a profitable trader it's when i walk away from my system and my strategies and i'm looking for them home runs that now i'm giving money to the market that sucks especially it, it, it builds disappointment you know it, it, it you'll be left really disappointed when that happens because it's like you know what you're doing and then at the end of the tree like f man like what am i doing you know, it's like you know better than that. You know, when your why is that strong, you know, it's going to make that disappointment that much more. <clears throat> so, October. Again, home run hunting. You know why? Because all those losses I took in August, now October, I spend revenge trading. I'm trying to get that money back. I'm tight now. August and October, all emotional trading. Um, it got to the point where at the end of October, I took a break from trading all the way into November because I had to really sit down and reflect because I'm saying to myself, here it is, I got a system and a strategy that works. A profitable system and a strategy. It's not like I'm just trying to figure this stuff out. I, I already got it figured out. The problem is the psychology aspect. Um, so with that being said, I did some deep reflection, a lot of meditation, and uh, I said to myself, it's time to clean up my act because my why is strong. You know, when you have a business, you should have a why. Your why is the reason why you need to obtain that success. Um, my why includes people I care about, people I love. So when I start taking these losing trades and I reflect and I see it's because of stupid stuff that I'm doing, it brings about a deep disappointment because it's like now I'm letting those people that I love and care about down. Even though they don't, it's not like I go telling them what I'm doing and it's just that they're, they're counting on me to try to provide them with a good future. And when I do all this reckless stuff, I'm messing it up. I'm messing it up for them. So um, with that being said, I, I uh, did all that deep reflection. I did a lot of meditation. And uh, middle of November or so, I went back to trading. But I, I committed myself to just trading discipline. Just trade business. Do the business approach. Trade my system and my strategies. Do not walk away from it. Um, stop looking for home runs. If they happen, they happen. I'm not looking for them, you know. So I'm committed to just trading my trade book, and that's it. Planning my trades and trading my plan because it works. There's no reason why I should walk away from it. It's just it's that greed factor, you know. And that's when when I talk about psychology, it's the greed and the fear factor. The greed is that you see the potential to grab a lot of money out the market. And you want to make it happen as soon as possible. Don't do that. 
be patient. So when I when I reflected, I looked from July to November and I had lost, no, I made $7,300 when I add up all the P&L that I, that I profited in, but I lost $8,900. And I, I remember there was two days in October, two days, that those two days combined, I lost $2,000. And those were straight up home run hunting days. Not even, it's just straight home run hunting. Going in with more risk than I could have handled. And, and I say to myself, just those two days alone, even though there was more home run hunting, just those two days alone, if 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 I didn't home run hunt those just those two days, I would have broke even, maybe even been profitable with a with a few hundred dollars or so. Just from two days. And there was more home run hunting that I was doing. So from here on, I'm just trading discipline. You know, I'm gonna trade the financial markets with discipline. That's what I gotta do. If I'm going to succeed in this, um, I'm big on psychology more than ever. Psychology was always a subject that interested me, but if you're going to be getting into day trading, most of it is psychological. There are ways to control your emotional state and your behavior. A lot of people say, oh, well, it's just me. I can't control it. Or they look, I'm one of those people. I hate the word. I can't, I really hate that. Because if there's another human out there doing it, you can do it too. Now, yeah, okay, everybody's physiological and biological makeup is a little different. You know, the hormones and the chemicals that my brain secretes may be a little more or less than yours. But at the end of the day, there's certain sciences, especially when you dive into neuroscience, neuroplasticity, there's ways to restructure the brain. There's ways to change your behavior and your habits. It doesn't, look, it's going to take some work. And a lot of people just don't want to put in the work especially in the society and the times we live in. We live in this push-button society where people just became lazy and dependent on technology and all this. If you are willing to do what it takes, you can control those emotions, especially through meditation. There's actually um, studies shown that meditation done properly over time actually restructures the brain, okay? Um our body we could we could kind of um manipulate and control the evolution of our minds and what we're capable of you know when you look into neuroscience about the neurons and the function modules that they have and how they communicate to each other the neural pathways and all this and how everything happens and it just it, that that's a, that's that could go on that's another story but um don't ever limit yourself and with that being said there are ways to control the psychological side of trading, but you have to be committed to putting in that work and doing whatever changes you have to, you have to make. So um, that's where I'm at now. I'm just committed to discipline trading. You know, um, you know, uh, th this this uh, endeavor of day trading is really a journey, and it's it's gonna take everything you got. Day trading is a uh, unique career very unique and the reason why a lot of people in my opinion don't succeed is there, there's a few reasons but some of them are they want to gamble they don't want to control themselves they don't want to do what it takes to control themselves 
They don't want to go about day trading properly because maybe they just don't like technicals. They don't like looking at the chart. They don't like figuring out this and that. They don't like reading books. They don't want to go about things the proper way. And that's why people don't succeed. If this is something that you're going to take and you want to really truly succeed, trust me, you could do it if you are willing to do what it takes and be patient with yourself. You have to. And don't ever compare your journey to someone else's. Don't ever do that. You know, some people pick this up faster. Some people take a longer time. Your journey's specific to you. And it's about how much work you're willing to put in. Um, the success that I've had, where I've came from, I'm extremely happy. I mean, to have an opportunity like this and to pick it up this fast, I'm, ex I'm happy more than happy from going not knowing anything about the stock market in january live day trading starting in april reckless all over the place taking a, a professional course in june and it's only november and now i got a solid legit profitable system and strategies all i have to do is be disciplined that's it you know grow my account slow because right now i'm just above pdt PDT is a pattern day trading rule. If you're below PDT, you can't place it more than three trades every week, basically. Me, I could trade more than three trades a week because I'm above PDT, but I'm only above PDT by about $200. So I'm trading with a what I consider a very small account because of $25,000 in there, I don't risk none of that money. I act like it's not even there. That money is just to allow me to trade above PDT. I'm literally only maybe as 200 and as of today, about $217 above PDT. So it's $25,217. So basically I look at it as I'm trading with an account with $217 that I could place unlimited trades. So I have to be disciplined. When I'm trading, I'm putting up $39, $40 of risk. You know, um, so that that's where I'm at. And the account, it'll grow slow, of course. Even if I was to double the $40, it's $80. In order for me to really up my risk, you know, $20, I got to get it up to at least $26,000, where I'm actually, where I got $1,000 above pdt because again the twenty-five thousand, i act like it's not there that's just to keep me above pdt so i'm trading a very small account right now and you should really um only trade with risks that you can accept i mean if you're gonna jump into the game and you got your strategies down and everything and you got a bigger account yeah that's gonna allow you to trade with more risk and then you'll make fun money that much more faster but as i grow my my account at first it's gonna grow slow but when you're adding in all that money every win that you get you don't take it you don't spend it it just keeps on going right back into the broker account and it's almost like compounding money that's it eventually you're going to get to where you could up the risk a little bit and then all of a sudden your account grows that much more faster and then when your account goes that much more faster guess what you up the risk a little bit something that you can accept that you feel comfortable with you know if you get into a trade and you start getting nervous that that trade is going to go against you it's because you don't accept the risk if you have a system and you have strategies that you trade and you understand correct trade management once you're in the trade 
It's all about letting it work. If it goes against you, it goes against you. It is where it is. That's just part of trading. But when you start getting nervous and you're like, oh, my God, it's turning on me. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose this money. You did not accept the risk. When you accept the risk, you are totally comfortable with understanding that that money is on the line and it may not be coming back to you. You may be losing it. That's accepting the risk. So if you find yourself where you're getting nervous about the money, about losing and the trade going against you, you need to lower your risk. Up the risk when you feel comfortable with it. I'm telling you right now, your trade management is going to be sloppy if you're if you're trading with more risk than you can accept. So um again, my approach to trading is different from uh, some others because I, I approach it from a very business-like uh, standpoint. I don't treat day trading like gambling. I don't gamble. I don't gamble for religious reasons, for personal reasons. I don't gamble. I think it's just, you know, it's just reckless. So I, I take a very business-like approach. And, and with that being said, you, you really got to look at it from the right angle, from the right perspective. Now, when you say you're trading from a very business-like standpoint. Look at corporations out there. Look at the Warren Buffetts, you know, the George Soros, you know. Um, when they invest in a company, they're looking to see how is that company ran? Is, is the management of that company disciplined, professional, doing what they need to do to look out for the best interests of that company in order for it to grow, expand, profit? Or are they just running a sloppy operation where they're doing things that could potentially blow up the company and make the company go under and bankrupt? And that's how you really got to look at it. Take a business approach and treat your day trading as if you're looking for rich, big money investors to come invest in your business. You know, you'll go very far with that type of mentality. Don't trade your business like some sloppy operation that ain't nobody want to invest in. Because you're not, that means, that just means you're not taking it, you know, serious like a business approach. Um, big on psychology. I can't stress that enough. Um, trading is mostly psychological. You're going to need certain psychological strategies. Learn meditation. I can't stress that enough. You need to learn how to be self-aware. You need to be someone who is brutally honest with yourself. And let me tell you, the truth hurts sometimes. When you really got to face the truth, it hurts. Because you're exposing yourself and you're holding yourself accountable. You don't got to do this stuff in public. Do it in private. But reflect. Really evaluate yourself. Be honest. It's not as easy as it sounds. You know, especially when you've been doing the wrong thing for a long time. You have to admit that you effed up. And a lot of people don't like doing that. They think that that's a sign of weakness. But really, the, the weakness is in not recognizing or not not um, doing something to, to take care of that, to, to turn your weakness into a strength. When you avoid turning weaknesses into strengths, that is weakness in itself. So be, learn how to be brutally honest with yourself. Take yourself into account and be committed to creating the, a better you. I'm telling you, 
day trading is a journey. I, I, I straight up call it a journey because you're going to be working on your physical health, your mental health. You're going to be working on um, education as far as pattern recognition, technicals, a little about fundamentals, what affects the market. You know, you have to be sharp. You got to be on point. And let me tell you, anybody could do it. You, you may, your journey might be a little longer because there might be some things that you have to prime and get ready in order to even approach day trading, but anybody can do it if they're willing to do what it takes. That's all it's, as with anything in life. You can do anything you want. It's just a matter of putting in the work. Well, that about wraps it up. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share these podcasts with those who you think and may benefit. Set the notifications because content is being continuously released. Thank you and remember, plan your trade and trade your plan.